This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. We barely made it into the studio. Um, we were busy talking Glenn off of the ledge, uh, making sure no sharp objects were around him. That was uh, quite the duty. I wish somebody else would, uh, would follow him around the rest of the day and make sure that everything's okay, because he's a little upset today, yeah, a little normally, bit frustrated. Yeah, normally Pat and Stu were kind of there to mm-hmm. go ahead and talk mm-hmm. him off the ledge a little bit, but today that kind of fell to us. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a serious day. There's a lot of bad stuff going on, a potential for a lot of bad, but, uh, you know, still, if you play the odds game, everything's going to be fine. Well, we can hope. You play the odds, everything's going to be fine. There's bad stuff that happens all the time. That's the best I got. That's... That's the best spin I can put on it today. That's it. All right, here's the latest what's going on. If you haven't been following it, overnight, apparently some Turkish uh, surface day, was it surface? No, it was, uh, uh, it was plane to plane. It was plane to plane. Plane to plane missile shot down a Russian aircraft. Two pilots ended up being killed. That's the latest. The second pilot was actually killed as well. Early on, we thought it was one pilot. We thought one had been killed, one was captured. It's two pilots have been killed. That's where it stands, and Russia is not happy. Vladimir Putin has come out and basically said, hey, we're, we're going we're to make sure somebody pays for this sort of thing. Now, what you have there is a NATO country in uh, Turkey who has now been um, put at odds with Russia. Russia is joining America and France in taking on ISIS in Syria. And obviously Putin has had some contentious relationships with President Obama. So this has got a lot of moving little pieces. And when you stack that against the recent attacks in Paris and everything else going on in the Middle East with Syria and Assad, it adds up to a whole lot of bad, especially if you follow the timeline of what's happened since the Arab Spring and the tax and everything else, ISIS uh, you know, getting more and more power and steam, putting the caliphate together. This is pretty rough. It looks pretty bad. Again. Where's it going? Nobody knows for sure. Tomorrow a meteor could hit us all. Tomorrow everybody could put their weapons down. Everything could be wonderful. But it looks pretty bad. No, and there are a lot of angles that make this look really bad. Turkish, Turkey has come out now and said that they actually warned the aircraft ten times to avoid the airspace and didn't get any response from the, uh, from the Russian pilots. At that point, now Turkey is also saying that the Russian uh, aircraft fired on Turkish uh, airplanes itself, too. That's when the Turkish uh, airplanes took artillery fire and downed the jet. So there's so many questions. First of all, why didn't the Russian jet respond? Why didn't they respond? This isn't a case of, or doesn't appear to be a case of, oh, guess what? Our communications were out. We, we tried to respond. We couldn't. It wasn't that. They had to have, with you know, being requested 10 times, respond, what's going on here, had to have made a conscious choice to not respond. Now, if they took fire from the, um, or if, um, if the Turkish planes took fire from the Russian aircraft, why were they firing, firing on the Turkish plane? What was going on there? What did the Turkish plane do? Or what do they believe they do? What was their real mission here? We don't know any of this stuff. But that's really, really important to find out what's going on. Remember, uh, Turkey has been supported by Russia as well. They get quite a bit of money from Russia. So, again, what's with the falling out? Why are they upset by this? These are questions we have to know to find out where it's going. In the next 24 hours or so, this this is the real troubling time. Tomorrow morning, we could wake up and say, hey, wow... 
everything started calming down, still bad, but it's heading in the right direction, or they could continue to escalate this stuff. The next 24 hours is going to be crucial. Yeah. Now, Turkey has already come out and said that, well, yeah, we did shoot them down. You were in our airspace, and we're legally allowed to do that. Russia has come out now and said that they weren't even in Turkish airspace. So, again, these are all questions that need to actually be figured out. But, yeah, this is definitely not a good situation as things are, are ramping up with the, uh, with the war against ISIS, too. Now you throw in a, a battle between Turkey and Russia right now. It's bad. Vladimir Putin came out and said it's, a, it's a, a stab in the back from terrorist sympathizers. He's definitely speaking some pretty harsh words about it. And, yeah, it does not look good right now. All right, we got some video footage of it as well. Of uh, This is just after it was shot down, just after the Russian plane was shot down. Take a look at this. Wow, look at this. Certainly striking video to look at. Mm-hmm. So where do you go from here with this? You know this is being shown all over in Russia. See, that's the other thing, too. The manipulation by the media. If the Russian people see this and believe, whether it's true or not, that Turkey was the aggressor here and just shot him down, what are they going to be saying? They're going to be screaming, we want vengeance. Politicians know that. Well, what, is vengeance, that well. what does vengeance mean at that point? I mean, is it an eye for an eye? Now we get to shoot down one of your planes <clears> with two pilots in it? So how does a situation like this even, uh, even get resolved? What is the proper retaliation? What is a, a redemption that even Russia would allow and say, okay, fine, now we're even? Take on Turkey? I don't know. Go to war with Turkey? Here's another little piece of the puzzle that you have to remember with all this stuff, too. Over the last, oh, 10 years or so, Russia has gone deep into the energy market. Russia has been gobbling up oil sources. This has been, and natural gas as well, but primarily oil. This has been one of their focuses. Don't you find it interesting that Russia all of a sudden has these issues with Assad, really troubled by Assad? Now there's some issues with, with Turkey. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but wouldn't it be in their best interest to not get along with the Middle East at this point if you're deep in oil as far as economic futures? I mean, that's certainly an angle to this whole thing. Absolutely. Well, these issues didn't come up before then. It's only when, uh, when Russia is trying to expand their energy market that these types of infighting or issues come up. We know oil is the lifeblood of the world at this point. We know that's what makes it work. And how many times have people tried to do horrible or done horrible things in the name of getting more oil and power? That's legitimate. Now, America's angle in this, what happens to us in all of this? Remember, we've been holding way back not doing what we had to do to take on ISIS for whatever the reason. President Obama doesn't even have a real plan, and what plan he has is apparently failed. The reason, have you seen their explanation why Obama has said that they haven't targeted the pipeline of ISIS? ISIS has a pipeline. They have these oil fields that they control. And in order to make about a, half, a million and a half dollars a day, which is what they make, ISIS takes this oil, puts it on tanker trucks as part of a rolling pipeline, and then sells it on the black market. And again, they make about a million and a half bucks a day just doing that. France says, okay, you attack Paris, so we're going to take out ISIS. So they target this city in Syria, and they target this pipeline, this, ro this uh, rolling pipeline of, of ISIS. And Skip and I keep saying, well, how come we haven't done that? We've known about this. The reason they have not done it is because Obama didn't want to hurt any civilians that may be around in Syria. He didn't want to hurt any civilians that may be around any of those tanker trucks, the people driving them. After all, it's not their fault. They're not part of ISIS. They're just doing a job, man. I don't want to see innocent people killed. 
But he had an opportunity to stop ISIS a year ago, over the last year, by shutting down that rolling pipeline. Stop those trucks from selling the oil, and they're going to they're gonna be worth a fraction of what they're worth today. Now, they make money off of things like... Um, uh, high taxes on their people, extortion, it's basically a protection racket from their own people, kidnappings, all kinds of things they make money on. But the bulk of the finances of ISIS comes from selling this oil on the black market that they have from these oil fields that we could have shut down essentially a year ago. Well, and it's such a stupid argument to say that you don't want to have any civilian casualties with that because how many people have died at the hands of ISIS because they're able to expand? How many uh, villages have they taken over? How many uh, people have they raped and pillaged as they've been expanding their, 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 their threshold on the Middle East? So, yeah, I don't want to see innocent civilians killed, but if there's a couple of, uh, of uh, truck drivers to gets killed to go ahead and end ISIS and actually cut off the pipeline that they're able to raise money, isn't that worth it? How many lives would we save? It's the same argument with, uh, with the nuclear bombs back during World War II. Yeah, you're, you're essentially, I mean, even if, even if it costs two more lives in the grand scheme of things, civilian lives to do it the way we want, to shut down a pipeline, it's still in your best interest. Because you're still talking potentially American lives and you're shutting down bad people who going forward we're going to kill or torture a whole lot more people. But it's probably going to be a net gain or fewer people killed if you do it my way. If you shut down that pipeline and you take out civilians, we don't know and probably will never know until ISIS is completely decimated the number of people they have tortured and killed. It is probably into the tens of thousands of people now when you look at the number of people that they have taken over, the areas they've taken over, people that they've enslaved and killed. Now, many of those people are Middle Easterners, many of those people are Muslims, but they're still human lives. And you're still talking about if we bombed and took out this rolling pipeline, the same type of people in the Middle East. So bomb them, blow it up. So this is Obama. This is what our strategy has been at best is, hey, let's, what, work with diplomacy, try to arm some rebels, this type of thing, but not touch that oil because you may end up killing other people. As Skip said, this is an asinine argument. We just haven't done it. So France gets attacked. You have the attacks in Paris, and what happens? Then Obama's going to help uh, France bomb. So what's the difference there, Skip, if we're helping France? We gave them information so they can bomb. Well, isn't that blood of, of innocent lives still on your hands then? Or why is it okay that it was our intelligence that when it led to a, a French campaign of bombing that ended up ending lives? I mean, if, if, if the argument with the State Department comes out and said, well, you know, we gave France that information, Josh Ernest goes to D.C. said that, well, then aren't you at least as responsible as France is? It, it, it doesn't make any sense. So if you do that, why don't you actually go ahead and take care of handle everything yourselves? You have the intelligence. You have the weaponry that can do this. You have people. It doesn't make any sense that you wouldn't just do it yourself. Then you, you add in the fact that, um, again, uh, France is a NATO ally, and we're helping them. And Russia has started helping them as well because they wanted to take out Assad. They were bombing first, and then they said, okay, we'll help out as well with, with France bombing to take out Assad. So now you've got Russia siding with a couple of NATO allies to take out Assad and do what they're doing to stop ISIS in the Middle East. And then you've got Russia potentially going up against a NATO ally in Turkey. Who do, who do we side with? What are we supposed to do? Is Russia our friend or not? They're, they're, they're going to help take out Assad, a bad guy. They're fighting ISIS. We're, we're not putting boots on the ground because they're doing it. But they're working against a NATO ally in, in uh, Turkey. So it doesn't always just work out that the enemy of your enemy is your friend. There's Absolutely more layers not. to the argument than that in and of itself. Now, what if Russia ramps this up and they really get in Turkey's face? And Turkey says, hey, uh, I think it's Article 5 of the NATO Treaty, which says anybody that attacks a NATO ally, all of the other allies must respond 
and defend. They have to. It's part of the treaty. Unless you vi- you're going to violate the NATO treaty, I don't think that's what they're going to do. So then we're fighting ISIS, we're fighting Russia there while they're trying to take out Assad, but yet we're helping them there. That doesn't make any sense. Now, back to the possibility that ISIS could perpetrate some sort of horrible terrorist attack again, and one even on Americans or American soil. In the middle of all of this turmoil, wouldn't it be best if you were ISIS to go ahead and throw more logs on the fire now rather than wait six months? To go ahead and just really put Russia and Turkey against each other? Because they know, they get it. This is going to make things more and more difficult for America if Russia and Turkey are going against each other. Wouldn't you throw logs on the fire? Wouldn't you pull off some sort of terrorist attack now? And here we are in the fourth quarter and our busiest shopping season and one of the busiest shopping days of the year coming up right after a major holiday and just weeks before one of the biggest holidays in America. Wouldn't you do it now, Skip, if you have those pieces in place in your ISIS? Absolutely, and that's, that's definitely a scary thought. I've thought for a while that Black Friday seems to be the perfect, perfect mm. setting for something like that, too. It, it blows my mind that we haven't had more attacks like uh, um, Allah the Paris attack here in America when a couple of guys with a couple of guns go into a, to a Walmart location to start lighting people up. Now, where are you going to have a whole bunch of people congregating in one little area all on one day? Black Friday, all across the country. It's, it's a scary prospect. You got, but it's uh, real today. It's something we, we mm-hmm. have to worry about. You got uh, tomorrow. You got busy, uh, tr- busiest travel days of the year. You got all of this going on. Why wouldn't they if they have it in place? Maybe they don't have it in place. And again, it's still unlikely in the grand scheme of things. But I am more worried about this than I have been since, I think, anything since 9-11. I, I'm more concerned seeing the the geopolitical jockeying of nations and powers and dictators, seeing all of that shape out and seeing the track record of everything since the the Arab Spring, I'm more concerned about that now because I see all the little pieces being put into place. After 9-11, I mean, within a couple of weeks after it, things started slowly returning to normal. And we were concerned and we were freaked out about a few things, but I guess I I thought everything was okay for some reason at that point. My mind was basically at ease, but this... It just seems too weird. Well, and during 9-11, I don't really know if there was the thought that there would be continued attacks, that this was a group who was constantly plotting. 9-11 seemed to be something that was planned for many, many years, that they had had a, a very rigorous thing set out to go ahead and do this. Um, and then also, too, it felt like it was somewhat isolated, being in New York. I mean, if you lived in the Southwest like I did at that time, too, is Washington, D.C., and even, I mean, the Shanksville crash and uh, mm-hmm. New York City. I was like, well, you know, I don't know if I'm too much at risk out here in Albuquerque. But it's now it seems like it could happen absolutely anywhere. Yeah, it's, it's very, very odd, very strange. I'm just curious what you're thinking about this. Is this something that you think you're worried more about now, since anything since 9-11 like I am? Or is this just, hey, I've been worried about other things in the past or whatever, this is just another one? Are you freaked out by it? Is this nothing to worry about? What are you thinking? 888-727-BECK. I do want to get your phone calls in on this. 888-727-BECK. I just want to know what you're thinking about this. Do you think it's coming? Do you think something horrible's on the way? Or is it, eh, these things happen from time to time? I, normally, I'm somebody that says to Skip, eh, I don't know, possibly. So if I'm a little freaked out about this, that gives me even more concern to be, be freaked out, if that makes any sense. Well, and that's the thing. is, It's, it, it's not a matter of, of if it's going to happen. It's a matter Everyone. of when, because there's going to be something that happens at some point. So it's a matter of when is it going to happen and how successful is that attack going to be. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you?
Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. 